the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. The UK's digital minister says Facebook and Google could be punished with fines of up to 4% of global revenue if they don't get rid of platforms of toxic content. I own shares of Facebook and shares of Google, personally. So this is not alarming to me, but this is a reality. You have to know what can happen to your stocks in a worst-case scenario. The UK's digital minister, Margot James... Suggested a new tech regulator could administer fines up to 4% of companies' global revenue. The plans will be set out in a policy paper next month. It's saying, you know, we've met with some of these Silicon Valley tech executives like Mark Zuckerberg. And we got an issue with some of the toxic content. Now, I myself find Facebook to be deplorable. I know. It's kind of an easy thing to say, right? A lot of it was great and fun and fantastic, and then I started seeing your ugly children. And when I saw your ugly children, I'm like, I don't want to see this anymore. And then one of my friends started, oh, man, can he not shut up about how much he hates Trump? I'm okay with that. I'm okay you know, with your opinion. That's whatever opinion you want, but if you can't shut up, stop. And some of his friends would obviously fight him and say, well, you know, look at California, blah, blah, blah. And, like, and it just became toxic to the point where I was like, hide that person. So... Governments can create sanctions against tech regimes and know that it's an easy target. Congress didn't give a hoot about people smoking and killing themselves with uh, cigarettes until they're like, wait, wait, we can tax those? Congress didn't give a hoot about how fat we were getting drinking Coca-Cola and Pepsi until they're like, whoa, we can tax those? Okay, we'll do. I like tax money. I've never, ever met a tax dollar I didn't like. That's my opinion of an American politician. And maybe that's changing. Maybe it's changing. So you have to be kind of aware that the more successful you are, the more of a target you become. Um, and I do think that Facebook has a, a content problem. And I think you know Instagram is one step aside where it's trying to say, let's just go with the photo. So let's, let's just simplify this. It's not be quite as toxic on Instagram as we are on Facebook. I don't, I don't know. Um, it's something you got to be aware of, right? So that's out there today. Trump says North Korea summit collapsed because Kim demanded total sanctions and relief in exchange for just some nuclear sites. Not going to fly. Can't have a guy who's brutal to his own people uh, stashing and storing some nuclear weapons. Can't have it. Not in this day and age. That flew in the 50s and 60s. But what's even more important about this is if you look at the history of North Korea, this is their game. Oh, we want to negotiate. Oh, we want to meet halfway. Oh, you're going to give us free food, free electronics, free something. Otherwise, we blow your country up. Like, really? So how does Trump not know that? This is the North Korean playbook. He got played, in my opinion. Um, U.S. economy grew faster than expected in the fourth quarter. Annual GDP missed Trump's goal. Uh, he wanted to be above 3% or below 3%. We're back to where we were under Obama. Back to where we were uh, with Obama. Probably not under Obama. You know, we talk about 
fintech companies all the time. I'm not against them. I welcome competition the old banks. There used to be a day when you'd go into a bank and you'd say, hey, that's a cute looking teller. Or, hey, I'd like to get a loan. And she goes, what do you buy? And you go, diamond ring for my fiance. And, oh, you want a diamond ring for your fiance? Then you go step right over there and the loan officer will come out in 15 minutes after uh, watching you for 10 minutes while drinking coffee. That way, that, that way doing business needs to be disrupted. We don't need lobbies anymore. So Wealthfront has a new cash account. They're one of those fintech companies. They're trying to get your dollars into their system. 2.2% annual percentage yield on cash. That ain't bad. That's pretty good. The account's fee-free and requires a minimum opening deposit of $1. So if you have $1, you'll make 2.2 cents this year. That's not bad. Your money's making little baby money. Throw some zeros on that, and that's a pretty good rate of return. High-yield savings account with no fees are the way to go for your short-term savings and emergency funds. You can earn interest for doing almost nothing. Now, again, can you pay your bills through this account? Yeah. Everything you do with your bank account, you can do through this account. Now, again, is it FDIC insured? Yeah. So there's a little bit to the transferring of money, but I'm an advocate of high-yield savings accounts if you can find them. I've been using online banks for years because they don't have to pay for that old way of doing business of having a lobby, of having an employee who says, oh, you want a loan? Let me call the loan guy. And he's in back eating a donut. And he could get off his butt, go wash his hands, and go help you immediately, but he doesn't. So Wealthfront, 2.2% annual percentage yield on cash. That ain't shabby. That's good. That's what you should get for cash. Now, you're saying, I want 10% returns. No, that's what the stock market gives you. And the stock market's a lot more volatile. Stock market beats bonds. Bonds beat real estate. Real estate beats cash. Historically, I know you're but I own California real estate. It's done great. You own California debt. That's done really great. You own a liability. So we got that going on today. Amazon's putting its counterfeit problem in brands' hands by letting them delete knockoffs themselves. It's always kind of interesting. The only luxury item I own, I know you're saying, please tell me what's the only luxury item you own. Well, I have a 40-inch TV. I'm kind of a big deal. No, the only luxury item I own is a pair of jeans. Maybe I'm making that up. Maybe a, you know I have a decent car and stuff. I own a home. But I own jeans that sometimes I'll get on Amazon or eBay or wherever I can find them because I like diesels and I like a certain – I like the Larkies. Um, they're kind of boy jeans, masculine jeans. They're not too wide. They're not too flowy. They're not too tight. Um, maybe they're for people who are on the huskier side. I don't know, but I always worry. Like when I get them, I'm like, did I just get a Chinese counterfeit? So that's been a big problem for Amazon. Project Zero is going to use technology solutions to help reduce the volume of fake products on their site. Um, so that's kind of tells you some of the problems at Amazon. That's not a bad headache to have, right? In my opinion. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I hate Tony Robbins. Just throwing that out there. That's my my thought of the day. I don't believe, I don't think anything that he says has value. Do you have things that you believe in? I know, I know some people don't like having strong opinions. I think strong opinions take you to where you should be. Coyote furs in big demand thanks to popular parkas. I know you're saying coyote furs. Let's raise coyotes. And then let's slaughter them and take their fur off. No, let's not do that. Faux fur is just as good. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial, money, investing, more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? 
Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Rumor, rumor. Who wants to hear a rumor? Timex Social Club. Remember the song Rumors? Look at all these rumors. Can't take it no more. Berkshire Hathaway may acquire Southwest Airlines. It kind of makes sense. They've been profitable for over 25 years in an industry that's not always profitable. But Berkshire Hathaway also has a lot of shares of American Airlines, Delta Airlines, United Airlines, and Southwest already. So he would probably have to divest American Airlines, Delta, and United. But he's looking for a big acquisition. He said that recently. That's not a knife. That's a knife. You know, he's, he's that kind of guy who's looking for big. A company called Boxes, which is one of those tech companies that came public in the last couple of years. Um, it's a cloud storage company. Reported a smaller than expected net loss, but revenue came in towards the lower half of their narrow guidance. Um, they're growing just under 20%. They lower their revenue guidance to just under 15%. Not good enough for a company with high valuation. You could look at Dropbox and see that they trade at six times sales. You could look at Box and see that they trade at four times sales. So you could say, hey, Box might be better of a best investment than Dropbox because you're comparing the two. That's the secret on investing. I don't like Box because their CEO is kind of creepy to me. I know you're saying, don't get yourself sued. I'm not talking creepy in a bad way. I'm talking just creepy. Like, he's one of those guys who, when he was 22, 23, had gray hair. I always freak out about that kind of stuff. I don't like people who are taller than me. I'm six foot two, and when I go into a room, I don't like people to be taller than me. It, it bothers me. Same thing with, with people with premature gray hair. I know you're saying, really? Dell just reported a quarter, and Dell's been private for such a long time. After being public for such a long time, they're public again. I don't care. It's... What they do is the enterprise, so I'd probably say let's take a look at HP and Dell. Their PCs, I love their PCs. They last a long time. I think they're worth the investment. I'm using one right now that's eight, nine years old and still runs fine. They make good boxes, but I'm more looking at like cloud computing than I am desktop computing. And yeah, Dell can get into some infrastructure solutions group where they put together net servers and networks and storage software peripherals and say, okay, we we can kind of pull this all together. But I like the lead that Amazon has, Microsoft has, and Google has. Crocs, maker of those cheap, flimsy, awful plastic shoes, was a growth stock 10 years ago. I'd get on this show, I'd talk about Crocs. They just licensed a deal with um, maybe Pokemon, and they, you can now get Pokemon pens for your shoes. No, 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 no. In the end, they're plasticky shoes, and let's just put it this way. There's not a lot of technology. There's not a lot of intellectual property. There's not a lot going on there, in my mind. But can they get people to shop for them for a, a spurt? Yeah. One of my favorite scenes ever was Blue Velvet, David Lynch film. Probably my favorite filmmaker. Uh, very first scene, he's watering his yard with a hose. Just a man is watering his yard with a hose. And then the hose starts to get a clog in it, and it starts spurting out water. And next thing you know, the guy has a heart attack. And I was like, I stood up in the theater and said, the hose was a premonition that he was going to have a heart attack. His heart was having problems pumping water. And I was asked to leave. I wasn't asked to leave, but I love things like that. When you could put two and two together and get five, I, I think you're on to something. Wait, wait, two and two equals four? Well, skip that idea. Let's move on. Um... Steve Mnuchin, Treasury Secretary, out there doing interviews today. 
Talking about tax refunds, up 17.7% week over week. Kind of saying, you know, there's going to be a little bit of government shutdown lag in the economy, but it's coming back fast. Maybe he didn't like that 2.6% GDP number. Um, he says, don't be concerned by the government shutdown. Outlook in the United States remains strong. Trade discussions have been going on for the past two years, making a lot of progress over the last few months. He's working on a 150-page document with details. Still has more work to do. Trade agreements are not handshakes, just so you know. Second day, U.S.-North Korea summit ended abruptly after North Korea's chairman Kim Jong-un requested the lifting of all sanctions. Elsewhere in the parts of the world that are unsettled, Pakistan Prime Minister Imran Khan, he's out there making the news, talking about the return of, said the military will return a captured Indian pilot in a sign of goodwill. Pakistan's willingness to quickly return an Indian pilot who was taken prisoner earlier this week should alleviate fears that basically these two nuclear superpowers or powers we're heading towards full-scale well war. When you go skiing, you wear a helmet not because you're going to crash, but someone's going to crash into you. I don't like the idea of two pretty unstable countries who hate each other with a border having nuclear weapons, but it is what it is. Fourth quarter advanced GDP showed an annualized increase of 2.6%. <coughs> it beat expectations. We were looking for 2.3%. Fourth quarter GDP showed that the U.S. economy was a pocket of relative strength as the year closed in fourth quarter. But we're also noticing now that the stock market's not reacting to a lot of this news that I just threw out there. But what it is doing is saying, you know, we want to break out higher. We don't want to break out lower. But we've hit resistance, so we're kind of stuck in a trading pattern. It's like that airplane, Die Hard 2 movie, where the terrorists somehow take over an airport, somehow take over air traffic control, somehow shut down all backup systems of air traffic control, and all the planes are being told sit in a tight position and go around in circles. At some point in time, you're going to come crashing down, or at some point in time, you're going to come landing nice and safe. That's where we are in the stock market right now. Do we break out higher? Or do we break down lower? We've hit resistance. And as the Borg once said on Star Trek, resistance is futile. Nevada Gaming Board talks about their January gaming. I'm not all that in a bucket of chicken when it comes to knowledge on Vegas and gambling. But I do know the house always wins, and there's companies like Caesars, Las Vegas Sands, Wynn, Boyd Gaming, MGM, all publicly traded. And they all have a lot of debt because they do things like they make a Statue of Liberty. They make things like uh, Eiffel Tower. They've got palatial fountains. They're expensive buildings, so they take on a ton of debt, but... I do like gambling for a long-term patient investor idea, not necessarily execution, but idea. It's a little work of advisor, take your action on your stock expansion. Um, and you can always own like two or three of them if you want to kind of own the group. But then again, you may have a moral problem with gambling and don't want to invest in stocks that basically ruin other people's lives from gambling increasing their debts. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget big seminar coming up in the month of March. You can learn more at robblackshow.com. Use code radio25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Everything in my world is money. Everything. Are you with that? Yesterday, America lost a lot of productivity. As a lot of people at work were watching the Michael Cohen testimony. It's kind of a hot topic for both Republicans and Democrats, and most of us fall into one or the other. Productivity. Businesses lost money. Another big productivity killer is right around the corner, March Madness, CBS. 
basketball where again should it just be a holiday should it should that whole week just be a holiday that wednesday thursday friday saturday it's pretty maniacal right anyhow um yeah that would kill me if i was a boss and i'd somehow set all my internet exceptions to stop people from watching tv at their desk i know you're saying you're a tough man takes a tough man to make a tender chicken just saying a Tom Brady collectible card. Speaking of sports and how we waste a ton of time watching them. We waste a ton of money going to them. I'm sorry, but $12 for a beer is redonkulous. Am I allowed to say redonkulous? <laughs> Dongle. <clears throat> a Tom Brady collectible card from the year 2000 has set a modern card record in an online auction. $400,100. <clears throat> wow. Wow, wow, wow. The sale eclipsed the previous modern day record from Michael Jordan, <clears throat> which was set just four days prior at $350,100. Okay, okay. So you're telling me a Jordan card and a Brady card went for $750,200? You wonder why the world hates us? Ethiopia is like, we could use some food. You could send us seven, uh, you could send us $200 of food. <clears throat> I know you're saying that's the worst Ethiopian impression ever. But again, it's, it shows you how egregious Americans are with our money and how we spend it. If you were to give me a Lamborghini, I'd instantly sell it. Well, I'd pay my taxes on it, but I'd, 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 I'd raise money for charity. I'd give it to charity. Like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Would it be fun to do a one run in it? Yeah. And there's a service that you can go to Vegas and do a run in a race car and get it done and over with. Stocks traded marginally lower Today, as the breakup of the Trump-Kim nuclear summit without agreement gave investors another reason to be gloomy. Man, you can really, really get in this whole Kim Jong-il-un thing and get sucked into it. Seeing him smoke a cigarette is fascinating. It's, it's Again, a lot of people across the country listen to this on podcast right now or streaming. And a lot of America still smoke cigarettes. But in California, in the Bay Area, it's almost like... Well, we, we expect some of the blue-collar workers. We expect some of the service workers. But you don't see it often. It's just you're not exposed to it. And to me, whenever I see a cigarette now, it's like to me, it's almost like seeing a vampire. I've got a contention that vampires are real. <clears throat> because i got a contention that Nazis were real. <clears throat> I know you're saying, where is this going? Well, many, 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 many years ago, we can't believe now that people, Nazis, would put people in ovens and kill them and cook them. It seems like that couldn't possibly have happened. And yet, that was less than 100 years ago. So I think vampires were probably real. 2,000 years ago, they were just going around biting people in the neck. Ah! Maybe they were not living forever. Maybe. But you get the idea, right? And I don't really believe this. But cigarettes are kind of the same way. I know you're saying, this all goes back to Kim Jong-il-un. <laughs> Smoke a cigarette. Yes. Home Depot has good news for building products companies. Dun, da, da, da. Yesterday, Lowe's was a little on the disappointing side. Today, Home Depot didn't get much of a boost from its recent fiscal fourth quarter earnings report. But sales trends at the home improvement retailer could be good news for the suppliers. Home Depot stock has been rising in the new year. It's up just over 7%. That's kind of nice to see. But the shares slipped on earnings. <clears throat> And yet, there's some positive inside of their earnings. Again, kind of like the whole square thing. Technically, the chart looks great. Fundamentally, the revenues don't look awesome. Home Depot underperformed in 2018. Um, 
Home Depot said that while growth of U.S. same-source sales shrank by 3.5 percentage points year-over-year, big-ticket items climbed to 4.8%. So who sells stuff that is goes inside your home? Who sells stuff that goes inside Home Depot that you could buy as publicly traded? Mohawk Industries, Owens Corning, and Whirlpool. Then I get into Black & Decker, USG, Geldwin Holdings, which make windows. Windows are not cheap. You get Fortune Brands for security. You get hardware with like Masco, paint. So some of the bigger ticket items are doing well. Nice to see. And I just gave you kind of the whole home furnishings business. Now, again, there's probably more like Williams Sonoma that you could certainly add to it. But Mohawk Industries, Owen Corning, Whirlpool, Fortune Brands, Geldwin, USG, Masco. Those are all investable names. And those are all, I think, encouraging in the long term. Because our homes in the nation sometimes get knocked over by hurricanes. Sometimes our homes in the United States get burned down in wildfires. Sometimes our homes get pushed down by earthquakes. Then you get the, we have babies and they need a home. And then you have the immigration and they need walls and homes. Oh, man, I just said walls with immigration. Whoopsie! Doing a live radio show, you can sometimes get some subliminal messaging and or just slip of the tongue. But yeah, there's a, a demand for homes. And after all the the rain we've gotten recently, there's even more demand for homes, right? And then you get into the homeless issue, which is not my conversational piece of the day. So I will leave that behind. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Treasury Secretary Mnuchin is in the news today. He's saying tax refunds jumped last week, putting them at the same level as last year as government workers got back to work. Maybe what he's trying to say is pay attention to the economy. It may pick up because people are getting refunds. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's news. I don't want to be an alarmist, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep it out there. It, it's good enough. You can expect more JCPenney store closures in 2020 and beyond. I'm just surprised they're still around. It basically tells me there must be no UPS or FedEx trucks or mail carrying service next to the stores because it just doesn't make sense to me. I think JCPenney should change their name to Jacques Penny and call themselves the famous French retailer and stock everything in France. They should serve French fries in the cafeteria. J.C. Penney's is dead. You're dead to me, J.C. Penney. Jacques Penney, the greatest French retailer of all time. That's what it's going to take to save them. They still have 800 locations across the country. It's too many. They've brought in geniuses to run the company. It failed. They should just hire me and, and consult on the whole Jacques Penney, greatest French retailer um, concept. So they're going to close at least another 18. But Walmart, chomp, 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 eating their lunch. Amazon, chomp, 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 eating their dinner. There ain't much sustenance left there. Just my opinion, and I'm sticking with it. So JCPenney, is, is it investable? You can try. Is Macy's investable? You can try. Me and my money, I'll keep it dry, and I'll keep it over here and wait for the opportunity. So that's out there. Um, ExxonMobil made its world's third biggest natural gas discovery ever. Now, again, growing up, you heard, like, there's going to be peak oil and such, and... You know, we're taking everything out of the ground and we're eventually going to be left with nothing. So it's going to get cold. We're not going to be able to fly planes. We're not going to be able to warm ho homes. We're not going to be able to drive cars. But we're still finding large amounts that last years and years and years and years and years. 
ExxonMobil on Thursday said that it made the world's third biggest natural gas discovery off the coast of Cyprus in the eastern Mediterranean. This is just in the last two years. The discovery could represent a natural gas resource of approximately 5 trillion to 8 trillion cubic feet. The European Union instantly comes out and says, we're going to develop a gas hub in the Mediterranean so we can reduce our dependence on Russia. And there it is, right in the smack middle of Cyprus. I throw that out there only because I'm not, I try not to be an alarmist on energy. Um, But yeah, do we need to move more towards renewable? Sure. But at the same time, there's still large swaths of it out there. So if you're an investor in companies like an ExxonMobil, you got some time to say this all ends badly. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money invested in more. We could talk Teslas. We could talk Chevy Volts. We can talk anything you want to talk about. Money investing and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Both of them in their own right try to please me and I try to do everything I can for them. And they're amazing kids. Um, but I worry about how much debt that the world is creating for them to pay off or their kids. My kids want to be pirates and they want to be astronauts when they grow up. They don't know what, they don't know what they're walking into, right? A trillion dollars of debt is, it's not the average student debt, thank God. It's how much we have in the United States right now, a trillion plus dollars. That's a lot. Do you remember when you were in second grade or first grade and you're learning math and your teacher's like, okay, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500,000, 2,000, and you eventually get up to a trillion and you're like, what's after a trillion? Is it a billion? No, that's before it. Is it a zillion? Trillion's a lot of freaking money. It's too much. And this is when we're at like the glory days of the United States. We're in an expansion that's rocking and rolling. We've got companies like Facebook and Apple and Amazon that are pushing or, or touching or playing with a trillion-dollar valuation. Dominant companies. And yet, we've got some problems with debt. Student debt's the worst for me, in large part because it saddles young people with payments. When I first got a car, you know, I, I probably... I don't remember, but I think it was like a $500 car that I had to pay $100 each month for five months to my dad or something like that. And I remember when that burden was over, I was like, whew. So I own a couple properties and the debt at times, will I'll tell you, it keeps me up at night. You know, I, I didn't get into acquiring real estate until post 30. I had some earlier, but not much manageable. And then when you're post 30, you're like, okay, how do I get rid of this debt before I stop working? So a trillion dollars is an absolute large number. It's, it's it's a problem that we have, and we need to do as a nation what we can to help our children because they are our future. Debt kills. People contemplate suicide over debt. People become criminals over debt. Now, we're not talking like gambling debt, which I don't have a lot of pity for, but some people will even start to gamble because they have debt, and then they take on even more debt. So 29 years old, I don't want the game to be checkmate. I want you to have opportunities ahead of you. I don't want you to like always be servicing your debt. On a societal level, you know, about 10% are delinquent. It could go to 40%. Student debt doesn't go away if it's government debt. I don't want to get all, you know, biblical on you. I don't want to get all epic on you. Epic maker of Fortnite. Epic big event. <sighs> Season 8 out today. Arr, we're pirates, matey. Book of Revelation. But debt leads to war. And debt leads to inflation. 
and debt can lead to autocrats, autocracy. Um, it's not abstract to me. When default rates rise, you start seeing the cost of borrowing increase. It's real gearhead stuff that I'm talking about right now, but debt is a big problem. And when we recently saw student loan debt get a trillion in the U.S., it's a problem. I believe that my kids will be able to go to college on my dime. I don't think I would saddle them with debt. I'd rather not. I'd rather eat ramen noodles for a couple of years to send my kids to school. I know you're saying, can you adopt my kid? Maybe, maybe. If your kid happens to be a 22-year-old Swedish uh, model, <laughs> I always wondered what would America do if Snoop Dogg adopted an 18-year-old Swedish girl? You know, we could have Angelina Jolie adopt Ethiopian children. Oh, it's great. She's she's a hero and a savior. But if we had one of our rappers adopt a Caucasian Swedish grown child, I think the world would lose their mind. Millennials have made their decisions to take out student loans. I know a guy who used to work in radio with me who went to Northwestern, and he spent $100,000 getting a degree in communications. Northwestern is a great school. Comes back to the Bay Area, lives with his mom and dad, still at the age of 30, has a communications degree, works in radio for minimum wage at KGO now. A little bit more than minimum wage, but essentially minimum wage. He'll never pay back that college debt. His career won't make enough to pay that off and to save and to get a house and to get a retirement. Keep in mind, I think a retirement's much more important than paying off your debt, much more important than a house. When you're 70 years old, you could always live with someone. You don't have to have your own house. You could live in a cardboard box. You could sell bananas in Costa Rica. You got to have you know, some wages. You got to have some income for retirement. So I feel bad for the millennials because they've taken on debt, and sometimes they've taken on debt for things like communication degrees, which aren't high-paying jobs. Science, math, and engineering, high-paying jobs, well worth the educational debt. I'd sign on for $2 trillion debt if you know we could staff all of our uh, uh, businesses because they're going to be high-paying jobs that have high-paying taxes. But I do feel bad for teachers who go out and get $100,000 of debt in the state of California colleges to become a teacher. Now, teachers make a little bit better money than they used to, but not a lot. I'm more worried about like the radio people and the television people where a lot of salaries have come out. And again, I'm not talking about my industry. But when you take a look at debt and where we owe, the largest area is student loan debt. Then you get into mortgage debt. And we got others out there. We'll talk about that. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.